All right, great. Um, so we got around 10 minutes here, <laughs> which is the sweet spot. Um, Anders is around a block or two away, so uh, we're going to fit you in for a nice uh, slot in the middle of the show here in a minute. And, um, you know, I think we can just start the interview now, and then he has a few questions for you, and he's going to show up here any second. Perfect. Okay, so Harris... Thanks so much for coming on the show. This is Left Chest. We are live. I'm hosting for once. We're all very excited. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the group you're with, Rise and Resist? Sure, yeah. Uh, so my group is Rise and Resist, which is a resistance group uh, that has sprang up since the election of Keto. And uh, we're doing all sorts of resistance activities. And I am uh, one of the heads of uh, the elections subgroup which is focused on elections in 2018 and is specifically focused on the IDC the independent democratic conference which is a group of eight rogue uh, democratic senators in the New York state senate who have broken away from the mainline democrats and are working with and giving the majority over to the republicans right andrews told me about this earlier this week i'd never heard of this before and um i didn't understand why you would do that do you, do you um, know why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of corruption? Oh, yes. Uh, it's a big it's word, but it's it's in there. The quid pro quo between uh, the IDC and the Republicans is they're getting these things and they get um, some degree of what they think is uh, some power, even though there really isn't much. So the Republicans sort of allow them to sometimes bring um, a progressive bill or two uh, a year to the Senate floor, um, and that's it. It seems like a poor trade-off to me. I don't know. Yeah, except for, well, they're getting more money. Like, the senators literally, they get more money, they get bigger offices, so the senators themselves get a sweeter deal. Hmm. Have you considered that maybe your view is oppressive to their office culture? It's possible. It's possible. We have Anders here in the studio. He's finally made it in from the train. Hey, Harris. Anders Lee here. Much apologies. Uh, Woo! I uh, did want to ask about Governor Cuomo. Um, he's saying he's hands-off on this this IDC thing, but uh, is there a little behind-the-scenes action that the public isn't getting? Yeah, so, um, so Cuomo is basically the puppet master of all of Albany, and so he very much has his hand, had his hand in the formation of and the continuation of the IDC, um, because what he gets is he wants to run for president in 2020, so he wants to be seen as a moderate. If he is, if he is running a progressive state that has passed all this progressive legislation, he's never going to be able to run for president, so he thinks. Um, and so for him, you know, what he gets to have is he has this battle between the Republicans and the Democrats, and he gets to be the guy in the middle who does all the deals. So he basically, by having this split um, Senate, he gets to basically have the power for himself. It's all sort of lacking in nuance. We sort of are learning about our government. I think, you know, like if you were to write a movie, these characters have to have nuance and, you know, they have to be very clever. But it turns out in real life, they're actually two-dimensional characters. Whoa. When you're running for president, uh, the last thing you want people to find out you have is any form of ideological integrity because that's just going to sink you. <laughs> that is, it exactly. Has... It completely sink you. Well, so you, Rise and Resist, uh, and a lot of organizations that are opposed to the IDC, you guys aren't necessarily demanding that they uh, step down from it. You kind of just want to get them out of office, right? Is So is the focus now like primary challenges against uh, these members? Yeah, so there are a bunch of different organizations around the city that are uh, working to uh, for different goals in terms of the IDC, the goal that everyone agrees on is having a Democratic majority. Uh -huh. um, some people want them to just rejoin the mainline Democrats, and some people want them to resign. Some people are, uh, are like, we are going to primary you. But there will be a citywide primary of every single IDC member plus Simka Felder. And for your audience, uh, Simka Felder is not in the IDC. He's a Democrat from Brooklyn who isn't, like, pretending to not be a Republican. He literally, like, goes over and sits with the Republicans. <laughs> and so he, even though he's elected as a Democrat. Jeez. So, what, like, 
people are, are kind of fantasizing about, you know, New York State is this very progressive uh, paragon for, you know, liberal um, blue statism. Um, but is this kind of showing how, like, if you actually give the Democratic Party uh, power, the opportunity to, to, like, pass progressive legislation, like, how much of this is, is them just finding a reason to not really do that because they don't actually want to do all the things that the base assumes they're for? So I think to um, to love the entire Democratic Party into, like, one group is maybe not the best way of looking at it because there are different ideologies within that, different politicians, but in terms of... You mean like the, New the, York Democratic, State, the New York Democratic Party, there's different ideologies there. Oh, the New York Democratic Party, sure. Okay, so the New York Democratic Party is, is one... I mean, specifically in Albany, like, the Senate has had, like, such enormous amounts of corruption, you know, like, basically, like, every year, someone, one or two people, one or two senators are indicted. It's like, if someone was just indicted last week from upstate New York, a Republican this time. Um, and so it's just sort of, there's so much corruption, it's insane. Um, it's at a hyper level because New Yorkers are like, we live in this liberal state, and they actually don't. Right. Like most of the protections that that um, progressives care about that they think that they have in New York State literally don't exist. So like if Roe v. Wade is overturned, New York State cannot um, actually like bring uh, protections to women in at the level of Roe v. Wade. Um, it's why we can't be a sanctuary state. Um, like rent protections. Uh, I mean, it's on and on. Gender, LGBT rights. It's on and on. It's like the things that actually in New York State does not protect you um, if those things are taken away at a federal level. Because New Yorkers don't pay attention to um, state politics. Most people don't know who their state senator is, and most people don't know that they even have one. <laughs> well, it's uh, yeah, it's so corrupt, too. That uh, Isn't that one of the reasons that the IDC was formed, at least in, in theory, to... Uh, be independent from this sort of disorganized democratic conference that had uh, at the time a scandal plagued uh, coming off of the Spitzer yeah. administration. Yeah. So in, uh, in 2010, there was like six democratic senators under indictment. And so the IDC was formed out of that mess. So where there might have at one point been a good reason uh, in those people went away, they went to jail. And then in uh, 2012, uh, the Democrats got the majority back, um, like an outright majority, and the IDC still gave over the majority to the Republicans because, um, so if you're a Republican, if you're Republicans in your state, there's, you're, there's no way to continue to hold power always. It's always going to be a flip-flop, and, you know, and there are basically two-thirds of all New York State voters are Democrats. And so they need this deal in order to stay in power, right? So, like, right now, for example, they would not be in power if all the people who were elected as Democrats were um, the majority. You know, there are 32 Democrats and 31 Republicans in the state Senate. So, there were, so the Republicans need this in order to stay in power. And Jeff Klein, who is the leader of the IEC, he does not want to give up his power because if, if everyone were to rejoin the, the mainline Democrats, he would be at the back of the line behind all those people who, like, weren't corrupt and didn't leave the Democrats. So he would, he would have to give up all of his positions, his office, all the fancy stuff, and that guy is never giving up anything. And so part of the reason the IDC continues to exist is because he's willing to do this power share with the Republicans. Both the Republicans and Jeff Klein need this deal to stay in power. So what does he say when he's confronted with this? How does he justify having this conference? Well, they, they're like, well, this is the only way to, to get progressive legislation passed. We've already explained on this how, like, so basically, you know, there is a, there, like, an unwritten agreement in Albany that the Assembly will be Democrats and, and the Senate will be uh, Republicans. Right. right. And so then there's this balance of power. And so the Assembly, they pass progressive legislation all the time, and then it never comes to the Senate floor for a vote, because the leader of the Senate gets to choose what comes to the floor or not. So Flanagan is the leader of the Republicans, and he decides what bills come out. So there's this health care bill right now 
the IBC, like they're they're on board, they're co-sponsoring it. Great, it's never coming to the Senate floor. Like it's literally it's not coming to the floor. So it doesn't matter. The IBC is like we're progressive, we're progressive. Literally, their existence stops us from having a majority. Them plus Simka Felder, because they all like they'll be like. IDC is like, it's Tim Cassaldi's fault. Tim Cassaldi's like, it's the IDC fault. It's all nine of them together are giving away the majority. And so we can't bring any progressive legislation to the floor. Other than, like, random watered-down bills, like uh, the Raise the Age bill, which is a watered-down version of what we would want. Wouldn't the wouldn't one answer, then, just be to, uh, I guess, beat the Republicans that control the Senate? Yeah. Uh, well, you mean, like primary them out and I mean to vote them out yeah yeah so that's something that people or other groups are handling as well for get rid of the IDC flip some seats that's part of it but you know you still need to get a majority so Jeff Klein and stuff so say we get rid of some of the IDC you know you still have to get to a majority number you know in order so if the IDC still exists in some form and the, the numbers are close enough where you know right now it's like 32 31 if it's that close, and even having a few IDC people who keep this um, this uh, quid pro quo with the Republicans, then you know they basically the majority's gone. Because the way it works is, so um, at the start of the session, each of these groups, so the Republicans, the IDC, and the Democrats, they go into private, they vote on their leader, and then they come to the Senate floor, and then they vote for their leader, and the person with the most votes wins. So then the Republican gets the most votes because people voted for for Klein and people voted for Andrew Stewart-Cousins ahead of the, the Democrats. And if I'm not mistaken, the, uh, I think the majority of votes for Senate candidates, right, went to the Democratic Party in New York, much like the, the United States Congress. So this really is not uh, functioning as a representative body. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Two-thirds of New York State are, are Democratic voters. This is gerrymandering. I mean, people don't pay attention to state level races, but gerrymandering happens from the state level. Like the Senate, like that's where gerrymandering happens. So, like all of the country, Democrats have ignored state level races, and Republicans haven't ignored them. And it's been this plan for 30 years, and it's worked. They control two thirds of all state legislatures in our country. Mm. And right now, they're trying to get a constitutional convention. And what happens there is if you have enough, like, state legislatures, I believe it's one or two more that they need, something like that, they can call a constitutional convention and rewrite the Constitution. We're in a crisis state. Yikes. Well, yeah. are you hopeful that this movement, if it's successful, can then move on to taking on people, you know, establishment Democrats like Cuomo in, say, 2018? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, uh, there's a lot of talk about what to do about Cuomo and what's going to be effective. In terms of him, so there's, you know, there are a lot of different groups around the city that are handling different things, but it's the IDC is sort of everyone's, like a lot of people's um, uh, primary focus, but also Cuomo and also flipping Republican seats. There's so many people involved in this movement. I mean, like massive groups of people meeting weekly. And so I think that, you know, we're still a year and a half out, so mm-hmm. a little more. And so we're starting now, we're educating people. I mean, look, we're having. You know, are you guys a comedy show? I mean, like, we're, like, having to talk, you know, about the IBC, like, like a year and a half um, from the elections. I mean, this mess doesn't happen. You know what I mean? I'm, like, talking about stuff that, like, usually people would never have an interest in. But look at this conversation. This conversation is happening all over the city. This is what's, what's happening. It's what's in the air. Right. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. f- found out about them from a flyer. Uh, and hopefully... This will spread the word, and we, we uh, let's take them out. IDC, they're going down. Uh, Harris yeah. Dolan, thanks so much Shots for joining fired. us. It's, my name is actually Harris Duran. Duran. Um, but if people want more information, they should go to noidcny.org, noidcny.org, and there's a ton of information there. That's N-O-I-D-C. People need to start talking about this with their friends all over the city all the time. All right, on that note, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in to Left Jest. Anders Lee here with Alex Patak. I killed the boy in Detroit. We uh, just spoke with Harris Duran, he told us. Uh, very, I mean, it's. I guess that is, I, what did I call him, Duran? Uh, you sent me Durin. a phone contact with the name Duran. No, you said Doran. 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 I thought it was Duran. Donovan. Doran. So here's okay. the thing. I mean, it's it, it, not to say like he shouldn't. I mean, I have the name Anders. Somebody says Anders. I'm not going to like correct them on just saying. Yeah, you know? that's a close. There's a potato potato. Uh, right. But, you know, maybe I should start doing that. He's kind of inspired to me to be a little more adversarial when somebody calls me Anders. Andrews, I got to say something. My when somebody calls name, me Anders, I'll, I let it I let it slip. My last name has been interpreted as Patak, P-Tak. Tack, Pataki, which is not even close. That's just Helga's name and Hey Arnold. What that brings us to a great segment. And I just take it. You know who the what a former governor of New York, George Pataki. Yeah, he shout out. Right. Thanks for listening, George. He was succeeded by Spitzer, who um, was you know of course with the prostitutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the first podcasts, I th- I think yeah, one of the first podcasts. Um, was dedicated to that scandal. It was like when it was happening in 2008. Uh, there's just like a podcast that was just about that. I don't oh, know. Oh, not how your podcast. No, 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 podcast. not my. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Um, interesting guy though. He uh, went on to run for comptroller and lost. That was a bummer. Yeah. How right? can we know he's counting our money when he can't even count? The number of women he's supposed to sleep with, right? Pataki, that old though, chestnut. was a was a that was a pretty path- pathetic presidential campaign he ran. In, did you know he ran in twenty sixteen? A lot of people just you know didn't even flip. They didn't even they register. flipped their lid. Yeah, a lot. No one was upset. No one really cared. Uh, but anyway, he steps aside. Right, uh, Spitzer comes in. Spitzer goes out, and blind guy is in. Uh, th- that's. I'm sorry, very offensive. Patterson, David Patterson, who was <laughs> Please, also blind. He's, he's that's an achievement. I'm his sorry. Legal but, name uh, is Blind Guy. Yeah, you know that's well, well. It's not. Is it wrong for me to point out that he's blind? Like you uh, know, what's one of those things that always sticks with me is the term "legally blind." Is anyone illegally blind? Blind against the law? Um, I think that's a thing. They couldn't get their license. Well, no, illegally blind is if you're like have a uh, sight disability, but it's not verified with the government. Uh huh. So they don't, you don't get um, oh, official yeah, recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so if when, you just say you're you're blind. When we pull that scam on uh, tourists before we, you know, get them, hit them up and take their green cards, then we are illegally blind. We're not right. pretending to be blind. Okay, good. I've always wanted to know what that was. Um. Yeah, that's just one of those funny terms like that. You know, there's a lot of good legal jargon like that. Today we're talking... We are talking legal. State, we're talking legal. We're talking state politics. Yeah. And, my friends, it is a dense text. There's a lot going on. Um, and much like any high school book that you might have had to analyze as a text, uh, most people uh, have not read it. I don't know most of what is happening in my uh, local state politics. All right. Yeah, me neither. And uh, that's why today, you know, I got some info from a flyer. I was up in Inwood. But that's why where I was coming from today. That's why it's so late. Uh, but I got a flyer for a lot of people want to call Senator Alcantara. Senator Al-Qaeda. Me- Obama's America. Is this what you See, wanted? This is what we need in the fucking. Al Qaeda is uh, a senator now. We need to conflate pe- our opponents with Al Qaeda. Well, you know, they're a little. I feel like we're just not trying enough tricks. You know, like the the right is always pulling tricks. Uh huh. District six is represented by Marisol Alcantara. She ran as a Democrat but joined the IDC Independent Democratic Conference. Um, so I think we should call her. We should call her. Yeah, Let, let's get that in later. Let's uh, we'll we'll we'll, we'll sandwich okay. that in. We're gonna. Yeah. Um, incidentally, I also thought of a great name for a rap group, and it is District Six Tricks. What? Uh, dis- is she from District Six? Yeah, the Devil's District. Is it called that because of the Beast um, District? The best district. The Fallen One. 
Oh, brother. All right. So, um, what's some? St- I, 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 I want to find clips. We're gonna have to cut so much of this. Uh, Let's talk about what we did on Tuesday. So, Anders and I are young activists. You know, a lot of people listening to this show. This is on Monday. This is on Monday. Right? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? No, about? it was Tuesday. Uh, when we oh, hung when out. we tried to go all the way to the yeah. rainy. Yeah. So, so we're young, politically active gentlemen. We are always uh, taking on the man and uh, mm-hmm. shooting like wanted signs and stuff. But we we tried to go to a, a rapid deployment protest uh, in response to an executive order by Trump to roll back some environmental uh, procedure. Do, do you have the details on that? Uh, Ob- so Obama in 2014 put in place this clean power initiative and uh, we didn't, you know, of course, wasn't that I don't know all the details, but it was, you know, it was a typical Shameful. Obama like, you know, yeah. we hate coal, but we yeah. love natural gas. Right. Something that didn't really do How much. How is that o- Obama for you? <laughs> Whoa. Hey, natural- it's me, yeah. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Natural <laughs> gas is the the future. Um, he put it, it does. in. <sighs> we got it. Uh, okay, so Andrews and I were hanging out. I had drunkenly lost my phone over the weekend. He was helping me get it back, and we decided, you know what? Let's hit up a protest while we're in Manhattan. It was raining. I was not wearing a coat. It was very cold. We went to Trump Tower, where we thought the protest was. We were a little late. They weren't mm-hmm. there. We walked around to... Uh, Columbus Circle, where we thought it was going. They weren't there. Then we went and found Andrew Cuomo's office. Uh, there was around 30 people there in the rain, and they were packing up to leave. So sometimes the fight against, uh, you know, the man uh, makes you look like a real dickass. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we showed up late, and uh, it was, yeah, it was wet. How were you feeling after that? I you know what I what struck me is people wanted to save the signs because environmental so they were like cardboard signs that had been hit by rain oh, for like true. over the course of hours and were just like you couldn't read the, all the the coloring was like bleeding and it just like didn't register as anything other than just like a wet cardboard circle it was supposed to be like a mm-hmm. a life pre- preserver or something and they were yeah. like no we're gonna hang on to these so if you we could could you give these back for the environment um speaking of which this is something i've been wanting snopes.com people get at me because this is another rumor that i kind of want to take down i feel like this isn't real uh the the six-pack rings okay that's not a thing right that just doesn't make yeah that doesn't make any sense that's not real i'm pretty sure that's real man you think that's real have you found a link showing that dolphins do not get (laughs) anders has many friends who are stand-ups yes but even more of his friend group is aquatic sea life and uh they're kind of leading him down a uh, questionable political sea hole yeah well Um, you know like the think of the the um floating garbage continent off off of california you don't think there are dolphins getting fucked by that no, there are, but Dolphins like that's... Dolphins trying to, you know, go see Wait, that's, the so, ho- Hollywood theater. So the idea behind it is that specific I think you're wrong island. on this, dude. I'm pretty sure a ton of trash goes in the ocean. All and right, marine sea debris. Life doesn't know about it because they're dolphins. Well, yeah, but the, the particular thing of you have to cut up your six-pack rings, that just seems fake to me. I don't believe that. You know, it's kind of like the... Another rumor we heard on Tuesday, we're at an open mic and this guy was talking about the child, the how child molesters, sex offenders have to go around door to door and knock on the door and tell people they're a sex offender. That's fake, right? There's no way that's real. Did you look it up? I didn't, but I want, you know, I want people to show me. It's hard. It's also hard. I'm not a great Googler. So like, I'll, <laughs> I don't know what terms. How do you not be a great Googler? Yeah, well, it's very particular. You have to be particular about your terms, you know? Um, okay, how about this? Cut ring, plastic ring cutting environment. Oh, boy. I feel like we're taking an Alex Jones turn. Yeah, this is all connected. That's the thing they don't tell you. There's no dolphins getting caught in those little rings. <laughs> well, that's what Cuomo wants to do. Instead of taking, instead of passing NY Renews, um, which were 
four as a podcast. Yeah, would you like to explain to the audience what that is? Uh, Since I actually know about this thing. I, you, I could do it. Yes, please do. Okay, so New York Road News is a coalition of groups passing progressive environmental legislation in the state of New York. Um, and it's a big, powerful movement. And we've put on this bill called the Climate and Community Protection Act in New York State Government that is set to make New York the most progressive environmental uh, legislature in the country. So it would have uh, all of these subsidies to make clean power throughout the state, uh, reduce money to toxic stuff. And then also, in addition to having, you know, a good transition where we would reduce um, carbon emissions to zero by 2050 would also have fair labor laws uh, for the new jobs created in the clean industries and would help indigenous people and people in dangerous uh, places affected by climate change like Staten Island. So we could win over tough uh, liberal areas like like uh, Long Island, Staten Island are actually very floodable. So it doesn't matter how conservative they are. They'll want this bill because it gives them free money. And uh, talking with Harris there earlier really uh, shined a light on the issues we're about to have, even if this law, do- I mean, this bill does get to the Senate. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, it can't. Right, it's not going to pass in this current uh, in legislatural environment, right? Mm. Because you got these six or so senators who are not, are Democrats but not Democrats. District six tricks. These fucks, man. Um, so uh, I'm looking this up right now. Since the late 70s, six-pack rings were cited as a particularly dangerous form of marine litter as marine wildlife were found entangled in the rings, sometimes strangling to death. But since 1989, six-pack rings in the USA have been manufactured to be 100% photodegradable. So the plastic will begin to disintegrate in just a few weeks, allowing animals to easily free themselves from the brittle and crumbling rings. So, uh, I, I, yeah, get I get caught. to rain on you a little parade. You could get a turtle caught in a ring for a week. It's still, you know, that'd be game over for a turtle. If it gets no, it, but do it like doesn't. How you caught in a it's, ring? But it's photodegradable, so it doesn't get it. It it just melts. It's just like yeah, over time, dude. Pretty quickly, is what this says. I think you're getting paid by by the time ring. by the time it I think gets you're a out bot, to man. All right, I just want to. <laughs> sh- I just don't. You know, I want to be able to have something to say. How did this even to come people up who for cut you? up their the uh, six pack rings? You know, I, I, my, my little asshole brain wants to be able to be like, you know, and I wasn't actually doing anything. This is a bad habit of yours. That's not, it's not helpful. Yeah. You know, you're only kind of helping turtles. <laughs> spill the, spill you're, the beans. What if it was like, to... you're actually doing your, things are actually worse for the turtles now when you <laughs> so like, they're using the sharpened edges as weapons in their turtle communities. Right. Yeah. So Cuomo is a bag of shit. All right. Nobody likes him. OK. And he somehow got reelected. I don't know. That baffled me how we had. Um, Would it have been better if we just voted the Republican in? No, but uh, the so he was primary challenge. He got a primary challenge. Oh, back okay. in 20, You remember that Zephyr Teachout? Yes. The Zephyr Teachout was challenging Cuomo. Right. And uh, first mistake, we're talking names earlier. She should have gone with. Uh, she should have changed something. her name to Linda or something. Yeah, Lin- she sounds too Linda, much like a spell. Right, Linda leadership. Zephyr, teach out. <laughs> right, it, it, yeah, she was handicapped from. What was that noise? It was a fireball. Okay. <laughs> um, Linda Fireball, also a better name. Uh, yeah, it is kind of. Right, so she <laughs> she why challenged. Why not be Linda Fireball? <laughs> why the hell not? She tried to challenge the guy in uh, the gubernatorial, I love that word, gubernatorial primary. Yeah, it's good as hell. Didn't go so well because New York City. New York State actually was more heavily pro-teach-out. Mm-hmm. But New- and now she can't, but she can't even get a Congress seat. I mean, I think she's going to be like Bernie Sanders. You know, he he lost, you know, 15 elections in a row. Maybe not that many, but a ton. Uh-huh. He just kept losing and losing and losing and losing. And then, like... He just did it by a, a hair. What you're saying is when Zephyr Tijet is a 70-year-old man, she's going to get very popular. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be... I mean, she's had an actual job, which is another... Uh-huh. <laughs> that was I, Bernie's first actual job, was mayor of Burlington. That's cool um, as hell. 
Yeah, I mean, not not his fir- well, like his first like career. It was Spencer's gifts, then mayor of Burlington, Vermont, <laughs> then Congress. Yeah, uh, he worked at the first Spencer's gifts. He did. Spencer's. There's got to be an act out for this, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. Inexpensers gifts. It was inexpensive gifts. They changed it to Spencer's gifts, and he left. Because the rest he is it was boob too, shirt history. Right. It was too bougie for him. Um, but so common complaint about Spencer's gifts. Yeah. One of the first times I voted though in New York um, was 2014 for. Howie Hawkins, who was a Green Party nominee. Oh, we should play a clip of him. Uh, he's what? The, okay, so this just write these down, bro. Write these down. Get open a note-taking app. Oh, so we're gonna like play all the clips later? Yeah, we'll play all the clips later, and then we'll like put them in. We'll you know have a little chat. Well, should we play it now, and then we can insert it later, and we can react to it now? Sure. Okay. Uh, Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm asking my brother for vamping suggestions here. Uh. He right. recommended how weird fascist France is going to be when we already had a whole episode on that. Shout Did out he... to my brother not listening to our podcast. Well, maybe he asked you that because you listened. <laughs> You're pretty sure it wasn't a listen? No, because, I mean, we, that's all we talked about for 90 minutes already. Well, we didn't talk about what it's going to look like as a fascist country. Well, do you have any ideas? Uh, a lot like it is now, except, um, <laughs> like... There'll be more rules on burkinis. Right. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be like the the leadership isn't as friendly, you know. Actually, all tops are illegal. Fascist France. Whoa. 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 You know, they already had fascist France under the Nazis for a year or two. They right? did. So. They did. Uh, so Andrew Cuomo um, was the HUD director under Bill Clinton and his dad, Mario Cuomo, of course, was a governor of New York um, with distinction, he said. Liberal hero for a lot of people. Um, but he was attorney general, and then he ran for governor in 2010 uh, to replace Patterson. And this is him talking to Charlie Rose about... Cause he's, so when he was the, the governor's son... Um, he was known among the press as the Prince of Darkness. That's what they would call him because he's just hmm. a very like. Glo- I mean, look at the guy. He he seems like a bad guy from a from a Disney movie or something. Um, was he just leaning back in a chair, petting a cat? Yeah, that's a cat right there. That Charlie. Oh no, no, it's Charlie Rose. They look a lot alike. <laughs> he does look like a cat. And that was a mistake. My girls were born while I was in Washington. I was in the Clinton cabinet, um, and. We were working all the time. I took too much time from my family. Uh, I took too much time from my marriage. And I paid for it. I have not made that mistake uh, the second time around. And uh, part of... How do you know? Because (laughs) I have spent so much time with my daughters. Daughters. They say, please, go to work. (laughs) Please, don't you have something to do? You, you're a governor. Can't you please find something to do and leave us alone? Yeah, what is that? That is so creepy. Look at that smile. Leave us. Can't you leave us alone? What is Andrew Cuomo doing with his daughters? We all wonder. (laughs) Well, this makes it. He just like shows up in their room while they're like. I saw you girls were having a tea party. I showed up with my big tea slurping mouth. Let's have a party with the bears. And you're not. You push too hard. Yeah. You micromanage. Yes. And yeah. All of that. Do you yes. plead guilty or not guilty? You can't have one without the other. I plead guilty. I plead guilty. I you work know, very you, hard. You know, if you if you say to people, if there's something about Andrew Cuomo you don't like, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York says. It is only because I am the way I am that we've had the success we have. That's what you say. Yes. What the fuck that. does that mean? I Wait, believe it. Yeah, Wait, the I'm success. Not, I'm not sitting on a beach. All, <laughs> I'm not sitting on a beach. All the, that success that they've had. like My what? daughters own a beach, and they will not let me visit. <laughs> yeah, as, well, as Harris was telling us, like he's a big reason that IDC has stuck around. He's the puppet master. Yeah, he's the puppet the master. The puppet master. So what are they what are they done that's so great? He that's my that was what my point was like they don't actually want to do 
this nice stuff. They don't want to do NY renews. They don't want to pass single payer. Uh, the state of New York is now officially retracted into the British Empire. <laughs> Long hail King Edward and his friends. <laughs> Yo, uh, I could do riffs on Charlie Rose for a full hour. Oh, my what God. The, how is that the face of entertainment? <laughs> it, First of all, he looks just like Andrew Cuomo uh, in a very distracting way. If if they had a dad, you know, yeah, if... um. If they ha- if Mario Cuomo was an Italian, mm-hmm. and Andrew was like the Italian one, and then Charlie Rose was like the wasp one, mm-hmm. you know, they could be brothers. His love child with uh, Harry Potter's stepmom, right? If you will. Well, you you know who his brother is? Who? Chris Cuomo on CNN, who's very polished, very telegenic, and a nice guy, and like a good interviewer. And what a dynasty of kings! Right. It's weird. Uh, but anyway, back in 2014, um, a little guy named... Not a little guy. He's... Uh, not a little guy. I'm sure he's, he's very He's actually LeBron James. <laughs> he's six foot nine. Right. Um, Howie Hawkins was the Green Party nominee in 2010 and 2014. Um, and he... Uh, I voted for him. I think he might run again in 2018, and this time might be a little more, um, you know, have a little more to his campaign. The Hawk. Yeah. What do you, What do you know about him? Well, he's a teamster. He works for UPS out in upstate New York, and uh, he takes time off every few years to run for office under the Green Green Line. Um, there was a big controversy in 2014 because Zephyr Teachout who primary challenged Cuomo and obviously did not was not successful, but there's a lot of enthusiasm behind her campaign, and there are a lot of people who actually wrote her in in the general election. Magic's very popular these days. Magic? Mm-hmm. Because her name sounds like a spell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm doing comedy. Oh. Oh, by the way, I'm doing comedy. T- t- I'm taking the episode off from trying to be funny. It's, <laughs> it's, it's too pressing. <laughs> this is too pressing of an issue. We got to get Senator Alcantara to renounce the IDC. And until then, I'm not doing any jokes. We know she listens. Yeah, we're we're on strike from being funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, actually, every time you've been listening to this, I've been like, well, this is kind of dry. That was a statement of ours? Yes. Oh, man, I hope no one listens to this episode. Uh, We can edit this into a wonderful, wonderful I'm sure, yeah, it's going to take... And then I'll kill myself. Right. We're going to have to get together on tuesday at like 9 a.m and we're gonna go till like five just like going through all this uh okay so howie hawkins this guy is a teamster he's from california but i think he's lived in the south no he he like lived in cal he's from the south originally he's lived all around his accent is very hard to place uh but this is him so in 2014 uh working's family party which is like um, this this ballot line in New York, uh, which can in which can endorse Democratic candidates. I've only seen them endorse Democratic candidates. Right. That's basically their function is to kind of uh, reaffirm the the Democratic Party. The and, name is uh, also kind of an oxymoron too, because would anybody want to go to a working families party? They'd all be gone. <laughs> there wouldn't be anyone home. He'd be like, I guess, buy your own chips or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's a working family. The door's unlocked. What do you want? <laughs> that would be a... I'm yeah. a scab in this strike. <laughs> <laughs> they have picked... Yeah, it's also not a, like, a very... I mean, f- fine. Uh, but, like, I feel like mm-hmm. revolutionary mm-hmm. families party would be better. It do- That does sound good. I don't know what they do except it's, for well, endorse Democrats. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because it's like instead Workers World Party, of course, is like a hardline tanky party. Yep. Uh, but imagine if they were like working families of the world. So <laughs> it's like then that's kind of what they're trying to do is like take a mainstream, you know, political adage, the family and uh, infuse it with a, a more populist um, ethos. It's hard to take the word family and make it sound bad. That's always a right wing trick is always just like. Families for Racial Purity and Skull Measuring <laughs> Company. But uh, so Howie, um, 
he ran as the Green Party nominee. Um, and so Working Families Party, they were like very active on behalf of Zephyr Teachout in the primary back and forth 2014. And then they had um, this big kerfuffle where they're like trying to decide whether or not to run a general election candidate, which they haven't really done. Um, and they decided not to, and they just did a ballot line. They put Andrew Cuomo on their ballot line. So what a lot of people did was vote for Andrew Cuomo, but they did it on WFP ballot line, which I guess was supposed to, but <laughs> it's supposed to, when, when they're, uh, congratulating him on his victory, yeah. he's supposed to be like, Oh, and shout out working families, right. party. which he <laughs> of course did not do. Not only that. So Cuomo I will sell you for a nicer couch. Yeah. So he, what Cuomo did, uh, was he made me made his own party because in New York State you can make ballot. It's not that hard to make a party with ballot like a, put something on a ballot line. True. And he, so he uh, state for parties. You're right. So he did women's equality party. Okay. And he made that. Yeah, that was basically <laughs> right. A, a third party, and that and the function of that, of course, was to to uh, divide not given support to the working family party. So, so like yeah, that's somebody... the ultimate like faux woke move. Be like, right. Yes. I'm making a new party. The, um, diversity, no white men's party <laughs> started by me, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're in this place where it's like, okay, so he, uh, working family, not exactly, um, a hard core, like take down the liberals, you know, revolutionary thing. I mean, they're family, you know, it's not, it's a slightly left of center organization that ends up endorsing Democrats. And he was threatened by that. So he tried to split their vote. Um, meanwhile, the Greens are like the only really the, the, the only party that's like trying to actually stand up to the Democrats. Um, and they're, they're failing, right? It's like not they're it, not doing good. They're not doing great. They've somehow been. Uh, the majority of Democrats have somehow been convinced the Greens cost them last election, which is insane. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, the people in swing states who voted for Jill Stein, it's like, you know, you didn't I need guess, to do but that. Like, if you look at the numbers, there's like eight of those people. Right. Well, yeah. And a lot of them voted for and you lump in Gary Johnson as if somehow as if he's unrelated. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so. Howie Hawkins um, was trying to... Ca he actually did pretty well for a green candidate back in, in 14, from what I remember. But this is him uh, responding to the Workings Family Party, Working Families Party, which even though Cuomo was like worried about them and invented this new one to split the vote, uh, they still endorsed him. Uh -huh. So this is As Howie. a joke here, I might play the song Ether. Do it. Yep. And then we'll all laugh. <laughs> Well, we just heard that the Working Families Party nominated Andrew Cuomo again. After all these years of attacking our schools and our public employees, giving tax cuts to the rich and underfunding schools to the lowest level in 65 years as a proportion of the state budget. So I can tell you, we in the Green Party, for those of you who are real progressive voters and want progressive change, we feel your pain, really. And we're here for you. In fact, we invite you to organize with us, work with us, and we can challenge Cuomo and give him a real run for his money. We got polls out saying an unnamed working families candidate would have got 24%. Well, I'm a working teacher with a name, Howie Hawkins, and I got a working teacher with a name running with me, Brian Jones. And we are union people, and we're here to work and organize and really bring forward a progressive program. We call it a Green New Deal. All right, that's that's Howie Hawkins back in 2014. What kind of accent was that? Um, I think it's like it's like Southern Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you're a, a simple uh, farm abiding chicken. There you go, man. This guy, uh, I think he's gonna run again in 2018. I mean, so I w Yo, on Monday we were at the. DSA meeting. We were at a DSA meeting. There's one happening tonight. Every night uh, of the week, you can find something on um, socialist.nyc. Right. You can find and a great meeting to sit in on and raise your hand appropriately. And yes, which caucus you could also maybe do for the Green Party. And I remember when I was growing up, that was kind of like it. 
for. Are they having any kind of surge? Or is there a big Green Party membership? No, I don't think there is. I really don't because it's. I wanna, you know, it's 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 all we have. It's been all we have for so long. But now DSA and groups like that are propping up, and I think the momentum is there because it's a more uh, nuanced take on on strategy. You know, and it's new. It doesn't have its name soiled. Like I'm still excited about DSA, despite showing up at these meetings and wading through minutia. You know, every week. Right. Politics yeah. is boring. That's why people weren't taking part in it for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's and a we lot wanted, of waiting. Right, and I think now it's like, okay, we'll take boring. You know? Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds okay as long as uh, we're not, you know, shipped off to uh, camps. Or right. Whatever. <laughs> But if you know, if you go to a Green Party meeting a couple of years ago, it's it's a First bunch of, all, of old everyone hippies. Everyone's high. Yeah, everyone's high. There's like someone trying to sell you like a weird solar panel thing that also uh-huh. like is a is like a mood stabilizer, and it's just not. Do they have those? Well, there are those the sad lamps. My moods are out of control. Get a sad lamp. It's uh, Jill Stein wanted to mandate them actually. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. That was part of her uh, her f- five year plan in three months when she took office. She wanted to that rules. Ru- Everyone gets a sad lamp. Yeah, it was ma- it was going to be. We're mandated. all going to rewatch Doctor Who, starting from the beginning. All of the doctors as a nation know your history. The first sketch we did on Left Jest actually was totalitarian Jill Stein, and I think that yep. should be a recurring. Shout character. out to the OGs. Yeah, if you've been listening since day one, you remember the the green helicopters that went around shooting sunflower seeds. Yeah, it was fucked up. Blasting. Oh, James Taylor. James Taylor. They're blasting. Yeah. <laughs> flying over the loudspeakers. He's on that H. Right. So the Green Party, not like really a force right now. I mean, you get some cities where they have, I remember where I used to live in Minneapolis, there was uh, Cam Gordon, city councilor, is a green. Um, but on... The national, and this is what people always say, uh, which is that like, hey, why doesn't the Green Party just focus on local stuff? It, you know, I don't. And it's like they actually do. There are a lot of their minds are too open. Yeah. Um, the, Once they, your third eye is open, you cannot just see the trees. You see the whole forest. You see all the green everywhere. That's right. And you do, and you see the campaign cash that's flying. Yeah, count that green. Baby. The, the Wu-Tang Clan is actually uh, leading the Green Party and has since the early 90s. They're a conglomerate. They're a big group. They have that one guy who chopped his own dick off and fell out of building. Remember that? And Wu-Tang or the Green Party? And Wu-Tang. <laughs> In the Green Party, that would have been more funny, but I think like less popular news. If that was part of their platform. <laughs> like, like, ah, so, yeah. Some white idiot chopped his dick off instead of like, Babyface Johnson chopped his own. <laughs> he was on PCP. Ouch. Yeah, I have heard zero positive reviews for PCP. No one has won me over, and I'm waiting to do it. I'm going to a Vince Staples concert tonight. You know, I need to throw some zest into my life, switch some things up. Maybe I would do some PCP. Haven't heard anything good. Right. Well, I think we should call one of these senators. Fuck it. Let's call all of them. Let's, let's do it live. Maybe one of them. Let's right. just call one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Slow this down. Okay. Uh, why don't we uh, stop this track yeah, yeah, yeah. and start a new one? For sure. Okay. All right. So we we were just talking to Harris Duran about the IDC, and he was saying we got to we got to tell our friends. You got to tell everybody you know about this awful organization and you got to call you got to call the members all right and we got one her there's a picture of her on this little uh handout and this looks like a mugshot straight up um i think a lot of that is a lot of that is the gray filter yeah they filter okay in all fairness the photo was doctored to make it look like she's in trouble but she's not in trouble and maybe she should be until Uh, now (laughs) right and by the way we don't we don't want to get you know we want to get her voted out, all right? We don't want her in jail. We don't want her harmed or harassed or anything. But we got to spread the word that the IDC ain't good. So right now we're calling Senator Marisol Alcantara's office, which is 212-544-0173. And uh, we're going to tell uh, her staff that we don't like what's going on. I'm calling. All right, let's do it. 
person for whom you wish to leave a message does not have enough available space in his or her mailbox. Ah! We are unable to take your message at this time. Oh, disconnect. All right. Oh, so we couldn't call. Move. But all right. <laughs> Even better, though, we got the head honcho, Senator Jeffrey D. Klein. Going who, straight to the source. This is the asshole who started the thing. And should we call his uh, district office or the Albany office? Which one do you think? I mean, let's try let's try Albany it. first, and then if that doesn't work, we got five one eight. By the way, five one eight four five five, and then three five nine five. Okay. Uh, all right, we're calling. This is Albany office Senator Jeffrey D. Klein, who has, um, is the the originator of the Senator Klein's office. Hi, I'm a. Anders Lee here, and I'm very concerned about Senator Klein and his role in the Independent Democratic Conference. I was wondering if you could provide for me what the justification is for continuing to prevent a Democratic control of the state Senate. Okay. Um, I can't speak on behalf um, of this, but I can see if someone's available. Okay. Um, and this is regarding... The... Uh, IDC, the Independent Democratic Conference that Senator Klein started. Okay. Um, and what are you looking to discuss? I want to find out why he's keeping is what is what do uh, his constituents get out of it? What is anybody getting anything out of it other than him? Like, who is he helping other than himself by blocking a Democratic majority in the Senate? Okay. Hang on just a minute, please. Thought for sure she was gonna field this one. Maybe we'll get like a real. <laughs> she comes back to a different voice. Hello. <laughs> yes. What if we get Jeff Klein here? Nah. <laughs> he has the same call sign. <laughs> Hi, Andres. Anders, yes. C- can you spell that? A N D E R S. Rhymes with Flanders. Oh, okay. Um, so. The person that you'll be able to speak to is unavailable. Um, I can take a message. Um, I can pass along a message to the senator if you wish for me to do that. Uh, yeah, I just want to tell him to stop, you know, holding up the legislation. I mean, he's effectively holding up legislation that he, um, in theory, supports. So, like, renewable energy legislation, you know, more funding for public schools, all that stuff that's not going through the Republican Senate is because of the IDC. It's like they could easily have a Democratic majority, but because your boss uh, is part of this conference, um, you're preventing progressive legislation from being passed. So I wanted to hear from him what we're getting out of this. You know, what's the why is this helping anyone other than him? Okay. Uh, I can see. And um, okay. uh, if you and can I ask what's like the meanest name you could call him and still keep it professional? Because I don't want to get you in trouble, but if there's, like, if you could call him a jerk for me or just, like, uh, a bad bad man, could you do that? Could you say that I said he was a I'm bad man? I'm having difficulties hearing you. I, I just want— Speakerphone, I, I just, I just Okay, I, I would like you to call uh, Senator Klein, tell him that I didn't—I said he's a nasty guy. Is that appropriate, or, or should you, we choose something a little more diplomatic? Um, I can just pass along the message uh, that you are giving. Okay. Uh, okay. He's a dirtbag. Thank you. You're very nice, though. Appreciate the help. Okay. Yep. All right. Have a good day. You too. Oh, that was uncomfortable for me. Okay. <laughs> I kind of. I want to keep going, man. I want to. Oh, wait. We're going to call the Bronx office now. You're going to call the Bronx office? Yeah, oh, yeah. The same woman. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get this guy. We're trolling this guy. Uh, he's got no. What is he going to say? I don't even. I. You know. Like I didn't. I know a little bit about it, but, like, what are they going to say to Thank justify Thank you for this? calling the office of State Senator Jeff Klein. The office is currently closed. So oh, lame. Uh, firewall. They got All blocked right. out. Who else we got in the IDC? NY State, uh, IDC. Yeah. They have a Facebook page. Folks, uh, let's troll it. Okay. <laughs> Go annoy Jeff Klein's Facebook page. Independent Democratic Conference NY Senate is a, fa- is a page on Facebook.com. Oy, oy, oy. We got ten minutes here. Um, you know, you and I, we have we have weekly meetings to plan for this show and for our other shenanigans, planning for the live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we live very different lives. I just went on my uh, ninth year anniversary 
dinner with my girlfriend last night. Uh, hard to switch those up after nine of them at such a young age. Uh, I thought maybe I'd get a balloon. Thought maybe that would switch it up. But uh, they didn't have one that was fun enough for me to consider going in on it. But, Anders, you're you're a bachelor here in the big city. Yeah. And I want to hear a, a, a little bit about that slice of life and how it pertains to the political world we, we see for us today. So, like, what, what, were you, what was going on last night, buddy? Last night. What's going on? You uh, mingling? Um, you got to let the ladies come to you. All right. Oh, for the gentleman listening, don't go. We're starting a movement here, folks. Don't go out. Don't go to the bars and hit on women. Don't like buy them drinks. Don't uh, no. make eye contact. They hate that. They do. Yeah, they really do. Many of them. Uh, this semi seriously. It, it is. Um, there's very few good ways to go about that. So what I think we need is just a mass strike on flirting on male flirting. All right, we do, we don't try to do it. We don't send Tinder messages. We don't say we let them come to us and drive many of them up won't. demand. Yeah, you know, and that's the way that we're going to create a new generation of working families. I w- I love the idea that if if anyone could pull this off at all, how confused women would be because I don't think it would just be like, oh well, I'm getting less attention from men. I think it'd be like. Public's been a lot nicer the last week. Or yeah, two. <laughs> it would be great for everyone. You'd have yes. to hold out for a while. It would be. It would improve so many problems it's in like the world Lissa over. It's like Lysistrata in reverse. Right. We don't. Yeah. We don't act. Not only do we not act uh, obnoxious. Fool. Yeah, but we also don't you do. When the, your boys out there acting right. a fool, trying we to d- get the ladies. It should totally be women on. Women should initiate every sort of. Uh, flirtatious romantic tension situation i i will have no part in um hitting on anyone in your bachelor life have you have you had a lot of women coming up to you being the initiator you know that's really besides the point Uh alex uh uh, (laughs) there are but a lot of them are um people who it's anecdotal and unrelated to the strategy you're saying I will say it's uh, rare that it happens, but more guys, if you know, the more of us start doing it, the better shape we're going to be in. All right. Mm -hmm. For the world that goes for women too. You know, like that nobody wants to be bugged on the the subway. Um, I do. (laughs) Please. But if I was a woman, probably not. No. Right. Right. So because then you're bugged too much. Yeah. And if you, you know, you like a, if you're one in a million and you like a little, uh, Ginger beard, and you're you're on the train, and you see this uh, a uh, a a sun rising up over a snowy field. Mm-hmm. If some people are into that, a lot of them are weird. I'm trying to poetically describe your head right now, fam. It's not easy. It's uh, no, my breath. Is, it's not easy with my right. breath taken away. If you away, look like if you like, like you goddamn do. If you're into heads that look like they were um, raised next to nuclear reactors and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, come on. You'd be bald if you were next to a nuclear reactor. I mean, look what I can do with my scalp, though. I can, folks can't see at home, but I can move my my hair and ears at the same time. It's like watching a lake above his eyes. Uh If you like, yeah, if you like a little inbred look um, and you're on the train, you see me. You're really selling yourself short here, buddy. (laughs) I'm just, I'm trying to sell men short here uh, because I think we should sell ourselves a little shorter in terms of the game, you know? The big short. We reinvent the game. Let them come to us, baby. That's what it's all about, 2017. Well, as someone out of the game, I'm excited for you and all your horny friends. I think this bodes well for us as a voting block. Yeah. What's this move? What's that? Let's get a hashtag going for this, too. Um, let them come to us. Is that too hashtag long? Hashtag Operation Tortoise. Operation Tortoise. <laughs> the Tortoise, yeah, is a very uh, sexually apathetic animal i would say it's, he's the master of defensive strategy there you go all right uh and there's nothing more to say nothing more to say other than that we are gonna have a show april 12th at uh, 8 p.m star bar if you're in new york city we'd love to see you we're gonna be raising money to go down to dc um for, for the, the climate people's march. climate march people's that's climate right march. april which is april 29th right I believe so. It's at the end of April. Our show's called Paid Protest. It's free. Come pay what you want and right. donate. It's, wait, is it free or pay what you want? It's pay. 
Well, I figure it's free and we'll pass around a bucket or right. whatever. Please bring a couple bucks and, uh, you know. The lineup's going to be amazing. Gonna, yeah, we just got Joe Para on. He just got off Conan O'Brien. That's going to be one swell set. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Please come um, April 12th. We'll see you there. Left Jest. Woo!